Real Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. 1700, The Champ. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. It's The Drive on 1700, The Champ. Trenton Wolfgang with you for the next two hours as we get ready for the big sports weekend. We had a sports equinox last night. I think that's what they were calling it, Wolfgang. All kinds of things going on. NFL, college football, baseball, hockey, NBA, little bit of everything. And, of course, a big weekend here in the state of Iowa. Iowa with their only home game of the month of October wow. as they welcome in the Maryland Terrapins. How you doing today, pal? Good. Get it in now, right, Trent? Yes. Get it in now. Tomorrow might be a tough morning. We're, I'm going to have to get up at 4.30. We share the same shower. So, you know. Who, you and me? <laughs> I hope not. First time hearing about this. Oh, I forgot. I didn't know what kind of partner you thought I was. Your wife is leaving you, Trent. Oh, Jesus. It's a rough start to things. This is, wow, this is awkward. What an awkward start to the program, honey. Yes, it's uh, it's been absolutely crazy. <laughs> but you understand how that is with a woman, right? Yes, yes, So we I have do. to share a bathroom as well. Somebody's got to take a shower first, so I'm going to get up at 3. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. I don't know. Whatever time I have to get up at, she's pretty good with that. I mean, if she says she's going to leave at 5.30, that means we'll leave by 7.00. And that's just how it works. I've just figured that out. I'm different than most people. When I say I'm going to be a place, I'm at a place. That's just how I am. I leave early. I don't take time for traffic. I admit. I just openly admit there's going to be a traffic problem. Mm-hmm. And if I'm late, there's a reason. There's a damn good reason. That's how I am. But we're going to tailgate. Yes. yes. And I want to get up there. I can't wait. I haven't done this. I told you. Two years ago, you know, I for two years, I had the Saturday show. I wasn't able. I had to give up my ticket. So I've been to basically like three games. So we're going to tailgate with family, friends, people I'm going to, you know, bother advertising for. Um, so this is going to be this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I am excited to watch Iowa play Maryland tomorrow. This is going to be fun, man. You're excited to battle the windy conditions. Do you have a tent set up? Do you have that? Cuz it might be a little chilly over there for you, Wolfgang. Got the parka set up? Well, how do you do things? I'm interested. Like like you got you got your group of dudes. Yes. I think I saw yes. a picture of you once on Twitter or something. Yeah. So you got like a group of like ten guys or something. Yeah, yeah, and it uh, used to be bigger, but as the years have gone on, obviously some people Kids. have dissipated. Yeah, we used to have six spots in our lot. It's down to three now. Uh, unfortunately, one of the guys that just pulled out this year, he was the one that had the big tent. He was the one that had the heater. He had all those things. Mm-hmm. He works. He's some construction manager. He's got all that wild stuff. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was great. Well, he's no longer with us. <laughs> so uh, details forthcoming. I'm going to guess it's not going to be nearly as good this year. No, and that and that's the thing. And I was telling you, I, I think that nobody in our crew right now, since we're not regular tailgaters anymore, we don't have a we don't. Nobody has a tailgating crew uh, grill, which is ridiculous. Ooh. I used to have two. I think I sold one at a garage sale, and I had another one that I borrowed to a you know I gave to a friend. So we want to make jalapeno bacon wrap poppers. We want to do sure. wings. We want to do a breakfast. I love doing breakfast. I don't know if you do that on a skillet. You ever done that breakfast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so fun. It's so good. So I mean, if we're only going to go to a couple games a year, dude, if I'm going to go to a couple Iowa ones, a couple Iowa State ones, let's do this. So we may be going to Costco after this, or, or ah. Sands Club, or wherever, and getting a maybe a tailgate and grill because I used to have a pimp one with legs and everything. And that's part of the experience, man. It's not all just the game. It is the the pregame. It's the it's the Bloody Marys. You're, you don't seem like a Bloody Mary guy, are you? No, no. I'm You're more a, of a, a beer guy. So even really early in the morning, huh? Yeah, just beer. Just, just beer. beer. I, I, I'm, I can't get into... You don't like Bloody Marys? Spice? No, I don't like tomato juice. That, that's I get that. I understand. I mean, if you're going to have vodka it, but... there, 
I don't know. Maybe I'll just chug it. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, just get to the point, Trent. That's all I got to say, yeah. honey. I mean, I'm a... <laughs> Make They're sure to have a good time. By yeah. five in the morning, okay? Well, wait, don't need that tomato juice. That's just going to ruin the thing. <laughs> oh, come on. We'll slug down some Hawkeye vodka and away we go. <laughs> All right, you are so Out of tailgate like Saturday. Wolfgang, the Iowa matchup, Maryland comes in. We talked about this a bit yesterday. It's just there's so many components to this matchup that are weird. It's Maryland. This is not a Big Ten team. Yes, they're in the Big Ten. It's not a Big Ten team. Historically, there's no rivalry. It's weird. How many Maryland fans do you think are going to be in the building tomorrow? Over or under fifteen hundred. Oh, jeez. So what do they do? They get three thousand guaranteed. Yeah, something like that. Three or four. It used yeah. to be. So we're yeah. down what? We're sixty nine to fifty, I think, and it used to be seventy five hundred. Or excuse me, seventy thousand five hundred. Right, but the, the Big Ten dictates. I think three thousand is. Oh, now but what that's you have what. To no get. matter the stadium yep. says. Okay, that's good knowledge. Um, yeah, it's not going to be good. They're, no. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, down their parents and family and friends. I mean, I'm sure they travel everywhere. I don't. Do you know how that works? What about traveling for parents and? Do they? Are there some that get some sort of help or? Well, yeah. I mean, if you play at Alabama, if you play at Ohio State, but not nope. legally. Oh yeah, legally, no, no, no. That that's not allowed. So we. Yeah, that's so many. There's so many topics there with what's going on with Kansas basketball. Did you yeah. see the preseason came out? Kansas number one. Well, the, what else would you do? Everything that's going on right now. This is slimy, man. This is slimy. Is are, it not? Are you surprised? Does this surprise you at all? Is your mouth agape that Kansas Jayhawk is Jayhawk basketball is dirty? Because you shouldn't be. If you've been paying attention, you shouldn't be. What are you saying about Rafe LaFrance? Rafe was a little different. Oh, gotcha. What yeah. about Nick Collison? Mm. What about the Sioux City kid? Heinrich? Always looked like he had a fart. <laughs> Always looked like he had a fart? I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. I, I have no you idea. Clearly, I've never seen him. Well, I obviously he have. He clearly just needed to let one off, man. Seriously. No okay. joke. Heinrich had a gas problem, apparently. All right. <laughs> That's what... If you, ever, if you go away from this program learning anything, just realize that Kirk Heinrich... Obviously, just needed to let one go. Now, we're talking 20 and 25 years ago also for the guys you're talking about. So I'm You don't think that things have evolved and changed in 25 years? That's interesting. So don't say anything. I'm interested. In, I'm trying to gauge what you mean. We had blue chips. Remember that movie back in the day? Of course. And then other things. Man, we've totally transitioned off topic. Is that all right? I'm used to it with you. Yeah, I like that. It's totally, we didn't even come close to planning anything like this. So I'm trying to think if you thought it was worse or better back in the day. I would think it would have been worse back in the day when it was harder to track. Now, I mean, you can't do anything without cameras, without text, without following you on your phone. I mean, you know what I mean? Everything. If you're doing something bad, you're going to get caught. So just don't do something bad I, is basically what I would say. So I, where were you going with before I said that? Were you saying it was... Better back in the day, and it's worse now. Is that what you're saying? No, not necessarily. I, I don't, I guess that's no, not the. So, route what were you saying? Saying. I'll just ask that. A, Kansas is shady. <laughs> B, I think it was different 25 years ago as opposed to today. Rafe LaFriends in today's environment was at that time, it was Nike, and that was it. And this is what this whole FBI investigation is about is these runners, or as Adidas called them, they're black ops. Spelled incorrectly, by the way. Didn't even know how to spell ops. Bunch of morons. <laughs> it was just do it. Shoe companies 
battling for the top-level guys because they know if they hit one, Brian Bowen was not worth $150,000. But you throw out your line enough times, you're going to hit one. D'Souza is not a guy worth $100,000, at least when you look at the next level. But if you hit one of those prospects, those even mid-level prospects, and they become James Harden, they become Russell Westbrook, guys that were not at the top of their class. They were good recruits, but not what they've obviously turned out to be in the NBA. Well, that's a half a billion dollar player, and you got them under your sneaker deal, and you're making money on them. So that's where this all came about. 20 years ago, I mean, I played basketball. I played against Collison in an AU tournament, and guess what? He wasn't rolling up in a bunch of Nikes. He didn't have Under Armour because Under Armour wasn't even a thing. He wasn't wearing Adidas. He might have been wearing some Reebok pumps, that's it. I guess he wasn't getting any money for Reebok. Different environment than as opposed to today. Interesting. And I would not know if I think it's dirtier now or it was dirtier then. I, I honestly don't know, and I'm not being facetious there. I don't know what I would say. Do you think Duke was paying players 25 years ago? God, am I just a, am I OP right now? I no, don't. no, no, seriously. Am I, I, I OP? I don't. You don't? No. Do you think they're paying players now? It's kind of like, sh- it's it's kind of shimmy in that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My uh, opinion is yes, really. yes. But they, we don't know that they are. We so don't let's, know. Let's we don't know. Here. This is all but speculation. It, it's kind of, I mean, you ain't But look at the crack. change in the last decade also in recruiting for Duke. For years and years and years before Elton Brand and company, who else was it? Corey McGetty and that group. Nobody left early for the NBA even. And then we had two and duns, and then it was one and duns, and now you look at the the waters that Duke is swimming in. It's been sullied, certainly sullied from Zion and what's happening there, and his name brought up mm-hmm. the FBI yeah. investigation. So That's tell, why. Tell people what you're talking about. So somebody basically offered him, and they came out, and he goes to Duke, and and everybody's like rolling their eyes, going. Oh, so now we're supposed to think Duke didn't give him any money or offer? Right. Is that is it, did I say that even close to right? Because he's from South Carolina. Clemson, we need to spell this out to some people. Yeah, Clemson was involved. Uh, in fact, the head coach uh, for Clemson had mentioned something just in the last week or so. In a way, they uh, they knew he probably wasn't going to come there, even with his family connections to Clemson, because there were certain things they weren't willing to do. Apparently, somebody in his camp, I can't remember if it was his father or somebody else, was asking for a no-show job cash on the side, something else, housing, for him to go to school there. Kansas was willing to do that. The Jayhawks were willing to do that, according to this FBI investigation. Wolfgang, it's dirty. It's always been dirty to a degree. I don't know if it's dirtier now as opposed to then, but we have a lot more information. I really don't. You're really not sure. Okay, You totally agree with that. You think George Raveling was clean in his days in Iowa City? Clean. It's just, you know what I mean? There's obviously varying degrees. It sounds like every, I mean, we, we're all at college. We know the students, yes. the college athletes get free beers and free, you know, nobody's stupid. Right. I've been yes. to all sorts of colleges and we yes. know, oh, that's, oh. Yeah. He walks out without paying. We, I mean, it's, we know this. I yes. mean, I'm not, I yes. don't care about that. Do you? No, not but, really. But, and I wrote an article for this back in the day. And at the time I was totally against paying players. And I had it down. I was like, well, what's going to happen? You're going to play, you're going to pay just the uh, men's athletes? Right. Get you in just, trouble with Title IX if you do that. What about uh, the cheerleaders? Sure. Male cheerleaders, the female cheerleaders. What about um, lacrosse? What about the field hockey team that's so good at Iowa? 
Should they not be paid? Yes, because they play at a high level. Is business or not a business? You know what I'm saying? Field hockey's really, really good at Iowa, or was when I was there. Elite of elite. And so does, we don't pay them just because they're not bringing in money? Is he, it a business or is it not a business? You know what I mean? And another component to that would be, all right, at Iowa, does the swimming team make money? No. It is a revenue loser. But the wrestling team does make money. But you know what? You go to other places, they don't make money. So does that create a divide between the haves and the haves not? Minnesota, ice hockey? They make money. University of North Dakota, they make money. But other programs, it is losing. Does it just create a bigger divide in those next rung of sports too? Oh, it was it was it was like it's a, a difficult process. It was game set match when I had that, and I I told the gal because there was a there was a baseball player there that I liked. Mm-hmm. I was like, just let me just you might want to have him not show up for this speech because I'm about ready to you know destroy him. He might get up and just whoop my beep. Yeah, I mean he was a great guy and all. But I'm just like, I'm basically going to crap on him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, do I really believe? That? I don't know what I believe anymore, man. Seriously. Do you just pay them and let everybody play, pay who they want? Or that seems a little weird. Free Does market value. I mean, is it, isn't that the simplest equation? I also don't believe that a college scholarship means nothing. That's your problem if you think it means nothing. I don't want to hear that anymore. Yeah. That pisses me off, too. I'm leaning more towards paying them. But if you're telling me that means nothing, let me ask you, Trent, did it mean nothing to you? To have a scholarship? Yeah. No. D- did it mean nothing when you were paying those bills oh, how many years later? I still am. I'm still Thank paying you. off my financial aid. Yes. So does that mean nothing? If it means yeah. nothing to you, then what the NBA is doing now, you heard, if you're an elite, elite uh, NBA player, you can go to the G League right now, Trent, and get, what, 125000 versus what it was, 35000 before? Right. Yeah, if you if you decide, you know what, I don't want to do the one-and-done thing, I don't want to go to college, it doesn't make sense for me, you can now go to the G League, make 125000 and then move on and be draft eligible the year after that. The problem... Might be a pay cut for a lot of these guys. <laughs> Trends. We're taking a break. Pete Futex going to join us coming up next. We take a deep dive into a big week of college football. We'll get his perspective on the Iowa-Maryland game, some of the big national games, Michigan-Michigan State. How about TCU-Oklahoma? That undefeated in the ACC, Clemson and NC State, and a whole lot more. Pete Futek, College Football News, joins the drive next on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose, every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic. Right now, we have an accident on Fleur Drive at Bell Avenue. And then we have a stalled vehicle on I-235 going westbound at 56th Street. But currently, those are our only two issues out there. All other routes and areas are looking good. Drive safe Des Moines and have a great evening. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Hurry into Lowe's today for savings on everything you need to get started on fall projects. Like overseeding and feeding your lawn. Plus, find savings to perk up your curb appeal with new mulch and fall plants. Whatever on your to-do list start now and save on what you need all projects have a starting point start with lowe's vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day if you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle go to completeautowraps.com complete auto wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com Approval. Some minimum requirements. Wow, someone went shopping. Yes, it's final take clearance at JCPenney. Is that why you're dancing? I mean, I got an extra 50% off clearance items already reduced up to 60% off. Yeah. I'd dance too if I saved like that. By the way, can you dance your way to the car? I got more bags. Only if you take me to JCPenney. It's final take clearance at JCPenney. Hurry in for an extra 50% off clearance item already reduced up to 60% off. In store only, JCPenney. Style and value for all. Offer valid 1014-1103. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 The Champ. Back with you at the Football Friday. Let's get into the college football 
Wolfgang, you're uh, you're excited about our next guest. You like Pewtech. Yeah, I heard him. I mean, I'm talking like 10 years ago, and I like the fact that he doesn't put up with anybody's bleep, including yeah. mine, so I can't wait till he just just dismisses some questions. Yeah, no, no stupid questions, Wolfgang. No stupid <laughs> I can't, questions. I can't wait for it. Pete, good afternoon. How are you? I've already ignored everything you've just said. That's how <laughs> pretentious and grouchy I'm going to be. Uh, I'm doing sir. just fine. How are you How are you guys doing? It, it's you. great out here in the hinterlands as we get ready for a windy one tomorrow in Iowa City. We're going to talk Big Ten to start off here, and uh, let's start on the local front. Of course, you can see all the previews for all the games at collegefootballnews.com. But, Pete, windy conditions in Iowa City. Maryland can't throw the football. Iowa has been throwing the football lately. Any concerns about the supposed wind gusts of up to 40 miles an hour? That's the big X factor, and I do think that Iowa is the, the, the easiest pick of the week against the spread because they can throw. Maryland can't throw. Maryland's all about the running game, and they cannot. Maryland cannot throw a lick, and Iowa can stop the run. So it might not be exactly like you might like it, but as long as Stanley is good enough, and part of the key to one of these windy games is, okay, he might not bomb away for 400 yards or anything, but he's going to be able to hit the throws they need once in a while to keep things moving, and we just know that Maryland can't do that. Pete, Pete, okay, Trent, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Did I read yes, him right there? Yes, yes, yes. So we were totally wrong there. I've been going back and forth on this, Pete. So you're saying the wind helps Iowa, a team that is going to pass more because they have an NFL quarterback, future quarterback that can actually spin it through the wind. Or tell me how, ex- explain that to me. We've been going back and forth, and he thought I was a little bit crazy, trying to admit it. A little bit. A little bit crazy. Well, every day going, I think you're crazy. Pete, explain that a little more if you don't mind, please. I'm sorry. It, do- it doesn't help them more necessarily. Okay. It's not like it's a. It's not like, uh, yay, and of course, if you're Iowa, you would prefer perfect conditions because you would have, uh, because you do have the advantage in a game like this. However, wind is the one thing that can screw up a downfield passing game. In a game like this, that even if it's kind of low scoring, Iowa's run defense is great. So you know that Maryland can't throw at all, and that's what they're going to do anyway. And now you know they really can't throw because of this windy, windy conditions. So that just clogs things up that much more. So in that case, if you're Iowa and you're not concerned about the spread, yeah, you're, you're all right because, again, your quarterback will hit passes once in a while, and Maryland won't. We were with Pete Futek. Uh, Pete, the Browns coach is possibly going to get fired, Okay. Hugh Jackson, I don't know if that's going to happen. I saw an article where it was either going to be Josh McDaniels of of New England. Again, I don't know if you if you watch the NFL, so I apologize if you don't. Yeah. But the other guy they mentioned was Lincoln Riley of Oklahoma. So this is going to be his second year at Oklahoma, actually as a head coach. What do you think him of Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma as a college coach? To me, it'd be also a little bit crazy to go to the NFL right after this, even to hire him. Am I wrong? What do you think? Oh, you evil! For who? Crazy for Riley or for uh, crazy the for the Browns to hire him? Except that he—I despise the phrase "check the boxes," but I, he does fit the type because everyone right now is looking for the Sean McVay type. Everyone wants the young whiz kid with the new ideas, uh, who doesn't care about the old school stuff, who's into the analytics, who's got you know the the kind of funky you know things going on with their attacks and. You're seeing this across the board where, you know, I'm here in Chicago where you have Matt Nagy who, you know, is doing the same sorts of things where he's basically running a college-style RPO 
half the time, and mm-hmm. a lot of you know, like college type stuff as opposed to any kind of pro sets. You know, forgetting the fact that New England is essentially running the Texas Tech offense, but nobody wants to admit that. But you, you, Lincoln Riley is the young coach who obviously knows how to coach Baker Mayfield, and who doesn't want to bring that offense up to the next level? So it makes a whole lot of sense considering the way that uh, the NFL is going right now. Speaking of coaches, another name that's been bandied about for that job, Ohio State, when it looked like it was coming open, was here in our state with Matt Campbell of Iowa State. What do you think it's Come going on. to take? Come on, man. If, you, if you're able to sell this, Pete, you are, the, you are a god, small g. No offense. What, 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 I, what, which I am, but you yeah, can't, not the you god. sell I'm Matt god. Campbell on getting the Cleveland Browns job. As much as we love him here, he has no shot at that, please, and don't even try. I thought you were talking Ohio State if that comes open, which is not insane considering that Urban Meyer is supposedly a little sleepy right now. But, uh, he's, yeah, he's gone to the next available job. Matt Campbell and uh, Jeff Brom, especially if Purdue does anything decent against Ohio State, those are the two guys who are ready for an upgrade. And uh, they're, they're not going to get anything massive, certainly not the Cleveland Browns job. But if you're Matt Campbell, is Pittsburgh a step up? Is that a is that a lateral move? Is that a bigger job? Depending on salaries and things, that might be the next you know opening that might be available for a guy like Campbell who does have Pittsburgh ties, and that might be it. I don't think there's going to be too many other openings. That's the the weird thing that's going to happen this year is obviously there's always going to be job openings. There's always going to be things that come from out of left field, but there aren't the obvious big ones out there right now. You know, because last year, remember, it was Tennessee you could see coming. Florida was going to happen. Uh, you know, you get all these different crazy, you know, SEC jobs that became open, and the Pac-12 replaced just about everybody in the South. Uh, Florida State all of a sudden popped open. So you had all these massive, massive job openings that are now obviously filled. Everyone's going to get time to work. And you have a lot of job openings from two years ago that aren't going to be filled. So what is it right now? I mean, if, you know, maybe Auburn, if uh, Gus Malzahn has a, has a rough next few weeks, but that's not really a sure thing. Is it North Carolina? Is it Pitt? There just isn't that job that a guy like Campbell is going to say, okay, that's it. That's the, that's the next gig I want to jump up there and take unless there's something that comes from out of the blue. You mentioned Ohio State. You have Urban Meyer, and you mentioned possibility of Purdue maybe looking for a coach. They play this weekend. Am I crazy to think that the Boilermakers can keep this thing close, maybe even win it outright? I'm just – I have not liked what I've yeah. seen out of the Buckeyes the last two weeks. Pete, 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 uh, real quick. Uh, Pete, he picked yeah. He picked him to win – I'm sorry. He picked him to win it all. Trent, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Yeah. You picked – you picked – I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, Pete. You picked Ohio State to win it all? No, no. Wolfgang's uh, – <laughs> I'm sorry. He's ridiculous. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. So you're not crazy, but to the to the the comp right now is Georgia, where Georgia was beating everyone up badly. They blew up Missouri, they blew up South Carolina, but they weren't sharp. They just they made a whole slew of dumb mistakes. They just they they didn't put together a full sixty minutes. They sort of just relied on the fact that they are just more talented and better than everyone out there, but Alabama and Ohio State, and so uh, they were just fine until they weren't. Until it just didn't work. And LSU just rose up and rimrocked them last week. I don't think Purdue's going to be good enough to do that. But with that passing game, 
Yeah, you know, Ohio State's been shaky. It took a two, you know, everyone loves the Dwayne Haskins numbers. If you just look at the stats, it's like, wow, he's throwing for 400 yards a game. You know, this offense is amazing. But they struggled to put away a, what turns out to be a relatively miserable, you know, a mediocre TCU team. They struggled, you know, time and again throughout this first part of the season. So, yeah, it's not crazy to think that Purdue can at least keep this close and even make it a game. Pete Futek joining us, college football news. Pete, undefeated, NC State, the number is huge, 17-and-a-half. Clemson, are we going to get a game out of this, or is this uh, undefeated and record only with the Wolfpack? It's all about Ryan Finley. It's, you know, you talk about the NFL draft uh, picks and you know who's next. Everyone's in love with Justin Herbert at the moment, but Finley's right there. I mean, Finley could turn out to be the first quarterback taken in the draft. And he's going to have to play like it because they have no running game. Their defensive front's fine. It doesn't help when you have Dave Doran talking about how Trevor Lawrence hasn't been tested and he hasn't been hit, and they sort of seem to poke the bear a little bit. I kind of think that this is when Clemson rises up. They they did it against Wake Forest where they blew away sixty three to three, and they started to turn the machine on. I they should be able to handle the number. But Ryan Finley's really good. He's a real sharp, accurate passer who does not get rattled. He's kept it close the last few years. Uh, I don't think Clemson loses this week. I don't think this is where it, it goes down for them. NC State's all right, but kind of like Colorado, kind of like West Virginia, this is where one of those you know kind of paper undefeated teams goes down. Yeah, we're with Pete Futek. Um, Pete, LSU, um, what have you seen from them so far? So far, it didn't seem like everybody had them nailed right. I think they were number 25 coming in. I'm not sure where you had them. I think you probably are impressed. Um, pretender or contender the rest of the way? What do you think, Pete? Bro, definitely contender. I mean, I loved them from the start. I had them against Missouri, sorry, but uh, Miami. I liked them from the, the very beginning, mainly because that it, part of the reason why no one likes them and, and liked them is no one can name their skill players. I mean, Joe <laughs> Burrow is nothing great. They don't have Leonard Fournette. They, you don't have a, a Odell Beckham. You don't have these easily recognizable offensive stars that you can point to. It's like, oh, that's why they're good. You know, people don't know who Devin White is. You know, he might be the fifth pick in the draft. You know, Greedy Williams might be the best uh, corner in the country. Their defensive line is incredible. Their offensive line is great. And it's just not a sexy type of team when you just you know have great defense, great lines, and don't screw up offensively. But that's what they do, and they are so sound uh, on both lines. They just are able to handle everybody. So they can hang with anybody in the country just because you're just not going to blast away on them. Pete, we opened the program uh, talking a little bit about the ongoing investigation, the court case with the FBI in college basketball. You know college football incredibly well. Dirtier as dirty, getting there. Your perspective on the shady nature of college football recruiting. Different animal. It is a, it's a completely different animal in terms of the shadiness and how that, that whole process works, mainly because one guy does not change uh, the entire world. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watch Ballers or not, but the absolute comical uh, storyline that they've had where one kid can change around an entire university and its TV rights and all that. But it's not like that. It is, but in college basketball, if you get a Zion Williams, you know, all of a sudden, you get a kid like that, and you're going to the Final Four potentially. You know, you've got something you know incredible. You've got a, a real special kid who can you know make or break a team. It doesn't always work like that, obviously. You know, Ben Simmons famously didn't go to take it, you know LSU to the NCAA tournament, 
But still, one guy is worth it, and that's where the shady element kicks in. But the, the thing about this that, that always kind of drives me you know, crazy about the, uh, the investigation, everything that's about it, is there's a difference between real law and NCAA law. And real law is domestic violence, drug use, various other you know, things that you could go to jail for. It, now, NCAA law is some dumb guy gave you a bag of cash which isn't really illegal, except in certain ways if you lie about it. And, but for the most part, it's just not. So I, it's, I, I'm fine with it. I think that's eventually the answer, not the problem. And it's looking more and more like the FBI doesn't quite have this thing nailed cold and college basketball is going to survive, mainly because nobody cares. At the end of the day, okay, fine. Get, when's March Madness start? And everyone's going to watch. Everyone's going to fill out their bracket, and life will go on. Absolutely. Pete, this Wolfgang again. Do we as fans really want to know what's going on? I mean, obviously you're close to this, and Trent and I were during the break, and I was talking about a guest we could potentially have with college basketball that we haven't heard from in a while that I can't believe how many stories that he would probably have if he decided to write a book. Just haven't heard from him in a little while. I mean, would it just be ugly? Would we just have to pinch our nose so hard and go, yeah, you know what? Our program was cheating as well, dot, dot, dot. But you know that, but you know that already. And that's sort of the thing. And it's, it, cheating is, again, cheating is in the eye of the beholder where there, there's cheating where you're talking about you know, doctoring grades and doing, you know, you know, real, you know, ugly, funky stuff, you know, depending on whether you're talking about Louisville and you're hiring prostitutes. Or, and there's <laughs> cheating where, you know, hey, dude, here's a, here's a couple bucks, you know, knock it out. So, there, yes, I'm sure that everyone's got stories like that. And, and that's why this whole idea behind, and not being cynical in any way, this, this new idea of the D-leaguers for the one-and-done is sort of hilarious because, hey, we'll pay 125000 a year. No joke, why would these guys take a pay cut? You know, it's like, why, why would these top college basketball players possibly go and do that? So, it's, but to the point, nobody really cares. You know, everyone just wants to watch the games into the, the bigger thing, which has sort of happened, and finally the world's coming around. You saw this with the Nick Bosa story this week, is that everyone's fine. You know, it's okay. You know, everyone gets it. Everyone gets how it's made. Just play the game. Just, you know, let, give me something I can, you know, gamble on or fill a bracket out on or just watch on a Saturday. And everyone's cool with how this all works. It's all right. Pete, do you follow Rick Pitino on Twitter? No, I do not. I probably should. God bless you. <laughs> uh, that That is something for sure. Pete, we're out of time for today. Always appreciate you giving us some time on a football Friday. Thank you so much. There you guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Pete. Pete Futek. Give him a follow on Twitter at Pete Futek. Great guest. Uh, I could tell you enjoyed that one. No, I like him a, a lot. smile ear to ear. Over no, and you, you could tell. Like, yes. When you remember somebody from 10 years ago, yeah, yeah. and you remember their voice, and you remember mm-hmm. how they are, and they're a little confrontational, and you, I like that. I like yes. a little poking. It makes me, he knows his stuff. He's very, he talks fast. Mm-hmm. People talk fast because they have a lot to say, and they're knowledgeable on stuff. Sure. So I remember that guy 10 years ago. He's still as good as he ever was, seriously. And uh, a guy from the Midwest lives over in the Chicago land area. Oh, I did not know that. And a Big Ten guy, his line eye, not so good. Oh, wow. We should have asked him about uh, Santa Claus. Lovey. <laughs> so, have you asked him about that before? Oh, yeah. It'd be fun yeah. to just hear a guy that's supposed to be professional. Although, he's so he's professional, but how would you describe how he is? He's very opinionated. Opinionated, yeah. And he has stuff to back up his stuff. You can be opinionated. You just have to have facts to back up your stuff if you're doing what he 
Or yes. you can just fly by the seat of your pants. That's what we do here That's on the true. drive. Coming back on the other side, taking it up until 6 o'clock tonight. High school football this evening. Windy one. The wind's starting to pick up, and we talked about that with the Iowa game. Passing game maybe a bit of a problem. Waukee and Johnston, our Central Iowa game of the week for the district title here on 1700 The Champ. 6.30 with the pregame conversation with the coaches. We'll hear from Coach Woodley of Johnston and Coach Carlson of Waukee before the 7 o'clock kickoff tonight with the Warriors and the Dragons. Back with more Drive after this. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. Oh, let's go champ! The champ. 1700, the champ, with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. For today, rain showers possible this morning and then becoming mostly sunny, a high near 67, mostly clear tonight with a low near 43. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Taylor Knust. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Now's the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, October 19th through the 22nd. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 The Champ. Back with you, final segment of our number one. Still another hour to go after that. Lee Sterling will be joining us from Paramount Sports. That'll come your way at about 5.20 this afternoon. All right, Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah. Last night uh, we saw some NFL, saw some college football. The Red Sox finish off the Astros four straight in that series. Absolutely incredible. A little college football tonight, high school football going on. Game six of the NLCS. What are you watching this evening? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I know there's an NBA game on. What's the college game? Uh, it's like Air Force is playing. Oh, Boise State's playing somebody good. Colorado State. Colorado State's not good this year. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I meant Boise State's the good team. Yes. They're playing somebody. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll have something on. See wherever the clicker goes. Yeah, see where the clicker goes. I mean, Friday night, I don't expect much. So, I mean, no. if it even is mildly entertaining, I'll take it. Well, you can flip on your radio and listen to Johnston Waukee. And where are you going to be, Trent Condon? I'll be in Waukee. I'll be in your stopping grounds. I'm stopping for a beer after I'm done at 1030. <laughs> so I have a cold Birthday one ready for me. Yes, You yes. can come over, man. I, I, I'll buy one for you over at the crib. You'll be, well, you'll can a be white sli- man say crib? You'll be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because you got to get up early, yeah. early, early. That's what happens. Yeah, get things going. All right, Wolfgang. Uh, last night, watched a bit of the Denver-Arizona game. It got out of hand. I ended up watching more baseball and more college football. Though Stanford, boy, are they difficult to watch. Just with, with the injury, obviously, with Bryce Love, that is not an entertaining brand of football. It's not, and I get what you're saying, so, but I'm. But you and I are both sensitive to this with the mm-hmm. whole just win, baby, kind of thing, the Al Davis kind of thing, the Iowa Hawkeye kind of thing. Just win. Just win. Who we were talking to yesterday and I brought up, he got a chuckle out of it. I was like, Trent and I don't understand why. I mean, Iowa's got an excellent defense all the time. Darn good special teams all the time. We just don't understand why we can't score points. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he kind of chuckled at that, and he kind of got that from a national sense. But 
That's true, and I'm guessing that's what they say about Stanford. Yeah. So there's some sort of formula that I can't compute in my head that I'm scared if we give a little bit too much of this to Brian Ferentz to let him do it, do his thing, or if Stanford has figured out his their pool of recruits that they can go to. And I've heard their coach talk about this. Yes. And he says, basically he's like, you're giving me too much credit. My pool that I can recruit is so much smaller. Right. Which is interesting. To get into Stanford, it's incredibly difficult. It's So how much, and this is what I don't know. So if you don't know this, this is fine. We'll look into this. But if you look at Stanford and who they can get into college, how much do they lower standards for a football player versus you and I trying to get in who run a 7-5-40? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is that a fair question? There's wiggle room, but... And how much everywhere, You have to... You can't have a 2-5 and barely pass your core classes and get into Stanford. I mean, it's... You have to be... I would guess at minimum probably a, a 3-3 high school student just to get in there. I mean, it just... Remember Tim Dwight back in the day? And yes. I think yep. it came... No, it came down to South Carolina, Stanford, and Iowa, I believe, back that, in the day. That sounds right. Yep. And that's the guy. So I was at Iowa at the time, and I'm sitting here. I can remember being in... You know, I was at Poncheros. Okay. Or then I went down to the whatever the, the bar was close around the town. I whatever remember. it was, like you don't remember. I actually don't. Well, maybe um, you had too much fun in that bar. <laughs> well, no, I went from Ponjeros to there. To Jake's? Oh, jeez. Oh, Jake's. What I Jake's? That, that, was, my, that was my stomping grounds. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Does it surprise you? No. You were fun. probably more of a Vito's kind of guy. No, I was I was a Bo James. I am not a snob at all. No, I'm a I'm a I'm a every man's people. I promise sure you. Sure you. I are. really am. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not. You know. Anyway, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> that, that you hit me Bottle service there. of vetoes. I, I, no, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not. I like on the uh, dance floor with your shirt off at the union. Oh, that's yes, absolutely. Ah, 100%. that's what it was. No, no, it's not. I'm not that guy either. Um, I would just go wherever the women were or the uh, food. I'm a women kind of food guy. Back in that day, if the food was good, that's where I'm going. Poncheros, and it opened in Iowa City. Did you know this? Yes, that's so cool. I, I am excited to do the burrito lift tomorrow. <laughs> So do you hate that or love it? I love it. It's so campy and dorky, but it's better than a lot of the other things that happened, so I don't have a big problem with it. It's one of those things, and I can't put it into words, and I don't think anybody, any genius could, but there are things that are so dumb, they're great. Yes. And that's one of those. And we And when it first started, we're all looking at each other. I remember that going... And it, it did. It wasn't one year. It was two years. And it, it, it lasted a while. We're mm-hmm. all looking at each other going, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then we hit a point where we're like embracing it going, sure, this is the coolest dumb thing ever. It's all right we're, to be. We're, the, we're yeah. the tallest midget in this place. One of my uh, favorite moments of the burrito lift, uh, we were sitting in the stands. <laughs> Please do tell. We're just <laughs> spinning yards. For here. the, the uh, Nebraska game a few years back, it was a really cold one. Where, I mean, it, it couldn't have been 20 degrees, Black Friday, obviously. And we were sitting up a bit higher. We were probably in, I don't know, 55, 60 row, something like that. And the song's playing, and not many people, as everyone's bundled up, is really getting into it. Well, the lady next to us, who is a Nebraska fan, she looks over at us, she goes, They throw burritos? <laughs> like, no, ma'am, no, there, there will be no burritos thrown. I'm sorry. I know it would warm you up, but. No, this is this is something completely different than throwing burritos. It'll be all right. It's just one of those things. I love it. I mean, it's one of those things we were talking about the Nebraska State motto earlier, a few you know days ago. Yeah, maybe we're missing something there. We could. We. I mean, that lady or whoever, man, whatever. I have no idea if it was a lady or man. Could be a creative genius that we just don't know. 
And that actually isn't going to be the Nebraska State motto. But now we're all tuning in to wait to see what actually is the state motto. Sure. It's the whole, uh, I heard Day say something about, yeah, that's kind of like IHOB. Remember oh, International yeah. what, House of Burgers? When they changed it to IHOB? So I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. And then I thought, that's the greatest thing ever. Because I never thought about inter- IHOP ever before that. And now I'm thinking of them because I thought that was so dumb. Free publicity. How about you do some dumb stuff for us so we can get some publicity? <laughs> yeah. Let me think let me think about the like, right. dumb stuff I can do and I won't have to think about that sir it just comes to you know just comes naturally organically. I can, I can see the headlines already. New talk show host cited for public urination in Iowa City. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pulls out his garden hose <laughs> there in front we of go. Yeah, here we go. Jamie. Last night, uh the NFL game stunk. David Johnson, an incredible talent. Iowa State fans saw that. Iowa fans saw that. It uh, he's a great, great player. After the injury last year, he had the wrist injury, sat out basically the whole year because of it. Is there something off with David Johnson as you watched it last night, or is it just that Cardinals team just stinks? There's nothing he can do. So, I've been talking a lot this week, and I think probably too much. I'm interested in like poking you with the things that you know about. You know, you and I. You saw him more than in college than anybody that's listening right now. To me. It's not him. I understand he's coming off an injury. So mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. But it's not a knee injury. It's not an oh, ACL. exactly. 100%. Exactly. He broke his wrist. Yes. That shouldn't. Now, there's also a mental component that could be it, I, I guess. I don't believe that. But certainly, it, it's it's dumbfounding. He doesn't look the same. No, he doesn't. But is he not looking confident because his line sucks, Trent? Right. It does. It's really bad. And Josh Rosen is a rookie quarterback behind a terrible line with nobody to throw to. So they're like, I would guess, and I don't know this, I haven't read up from pro football focus or anybody that knows what the hell they're talking about. And quite frankly, they don't know what the hell they're talking oh, about sometimes. Oh. Yeah, you've seen some of those grades on some of the guys. Really? Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go grade all the tape. Out, let's, let's see what you come You're up only with. as good as the guys that are grading you. How about sure. that? You ever had a teacher that read something that yeah. you thought... You know, this is genius. You take it to another teacher. Yeah, it's genius. And you take it to this teacher. They thought it sucked. They didn't get it. Different grading for different people. They they have 500 people that grade games and film. There's plenty of times where they've screwed up. You thought that O-line back in what year? Oh, yeah. 2016, that, that was the right. greatest offensive line you ever seen? Not even close. Not Thank even you. Close. Okay. Everybody screws up. It's no, okay. I, I do wonder, though, with Johnson, if he's thinking about his future contract, you know, all those things. Because you're right, he looks like a completely different guy. I, I don't know if it's exactly fair to look at what's happened with him this year and say that he's washed up, that he's done. I, I think that's too big of a leap for him. I still believe that David Johnson's going to be fine. Hopefully he finds a home a little bit better in Arizona. And uh, want to feel old? Their new offensive coordinator after they fire McCoy today? Byron Leftwich, their new oh, OC. Oh, yes, I saw that. So there was a meme on... Um on Twitter, and it just makes you feel so happy. You couldn't do this anymore, or they'd probably prosecute those guys that carried him 30 yards downfield because <laughs> right. he had a quote-unquote broken leg. Broken leg! To, what did he do after that? So I only saw the meme where they were carrying him. He and threw I a touchdown remember. on that Are drive. Are you joking me? I got goosebumps. You don't remember that game? I remember the game, but I couldn't remember what he did after that. Yeah, he threw—I'm almost positive. I could no, be, I trust you. At I least totally my memory you. is 
He threw a touchdown. They won the game. I want to say that was like a, a Thursday night game, something like oh that. Oh, my gosh. we got to find out before we go off. Because for the, for the young people, we have different age people listening. Yes, so, yes. I mean, we Byron Leftwich, that, that old guy now you that you see. You think you're right. You think he threw a touchdown after he was carried downfield after being sacked and he thought he broke his leg. But so, no, he threw a completion. But it was a long completion. Yes. That's why they had to pick Get him down up. There, no timeouts. Two offensive linemen carried him down the oh field. Oh my gosh! And the Marshall Green. So you young people, please check that out. It's yes. a meme on Twitter right now. Byron Leftwich, the new OC. It was so cool. It was so cool, Trent. Unbelievable moments, and uh, yeah, moments. You're right. Might not get many of those anymore. <laughs> so cool. Hour in the books. We got still one more to go. Coming up, Lee Sterling will be joining us. We'll get his perspective on the big games of the sports betting calendar. He'll give us an Iowa pick a whole lot more. And Wolfgang and myself, we got to figure out what we're doing. We got 10 units to play around with. Do this, Trent. I got you. I got you. Big winner. Wolfgang thinks he's got this thing figured out. We'll do that late in the 5 o'clock hour. The top 5 at 5 is next on The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ, Taz, and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans.